Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Luncheon with Lisa. Um, I've missed you all because last week we actually did a replay of um, Back to School. What does it look like in 2021? I thought it kind of fit because kids went to school before Labor Day and then they went somewhat after Labor Day. So it kind of still made sense. Um, And I know that was a huge deal. Um, So I wanted to first say welcome back to school, all of the kids. We don't have little ones in the house anymore, but I love seeing all the pictures and I know the kids, you know, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the show because I think kids are probably more stressed than they're saying. So I wanted to talk about it and see how we were preparing for them. So we had the vice principals over at Suitland High School and um, Dr. Tashika came on, another educator, and we just kind of talked about some things and had a little fun too. So tonight we're going to have some fun too, but this kind of dropped in my spirit to do this again. And Delena and Cherie have actually been on the show before talking about health and wellness, but that's a subject that we can always talk about. Um, and especially now because I've gotten a few phone calls lately with friends that have, you know, still been getting COVID, getting sick, um, colds, whatever. There's a, just a lot of stuff going on. Um, um, and, you know, I think, well, Delana, you know, back in the beginning, I was <laughs> I was wearing oh, out your yeah. personal line because I can be paranoid about this stuff. But I was like, yeah. okay, so let me get a grip on things before things go crazy again. Right. And my family try to put me away somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. thank y'all for joining me tonight. I yeah. want to share a little bit about some things that are going on with me um, before we um, meet our guest and get started into the conversation. So I wanted to actually share with you all that um i know some of you well i'm gonna say that one last but i'm actually being um recognized with um from the women of virtue walking in excellence virtual celebration um i so i want to encourage everybody to register um i'm excited about it honored as well i take nothing for granted so um i really appreciate dr tashika um for honoring me and i think it's in media and marketing um i'm enjoying what i'm doing i do it because i enjoy it for no other reason um so i'm excited about that that's coming up october 21st through the 23rd and then i actually am i'm going to do a uh, on october 2nd um from 12 to noon there's a power brunch for media and publishers called grow as we go i'm sharing that platform with michelle bolden hammond antoinette blake and it's linda mallory so i'm excited about doing that as well um so stay tuned for those sign up come join us um just support there's another thing that i'm doing and we will show this in a few minutes but i know some of you might not remember that i was in a movie recently called old school rollers and uh we're going to show the trailer soon because we have another showing coming up on october 1st and so i'm gonna give you some information on that when that comes back up but um we have some fun with that because you can go and see them get another opportunity rather to see the movie and it's a big deal so i wanted to share that with you all but 
right now i want my um guests to um introduce themselves and tell us who they are what they do and then we're going to just throw some questions i think we were getting sheree before we went went live we got plenty questions um, <laughs> about what we supposed to do tell us what we're supposed to do no but tell us um we're gonna start with start with you dr sheree tell us who you are and what you do um and then we'll um go to delana and you share with us what you do Awesome. Yes, I am Dr. Cherie M. Good, better known as the Recharge Strategist. Uh, I've been a licensed practical nurse for the past 30 years. I'm telling my age. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also the founder, CEO of Total Harmony Enterprises and Make Me Over Wellness, uh, which basically my, my teaching is all about self-care, loving on yourself, making sure that you take time to just spend time with yourself, love on yourself, really get to know you. I'm also a nine-time best-selling international author and wellness coach. So I'm excited to be here and hope that someone can take a glimpse of something that I offer today. Absolutely. Delana. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Tell, tell us all about the Wellness Maven. Yes, ma'am. So again, thank you for having me back, Lisa. You know, I always, even when you're on my private line. So I <laughs> enjoy being on the Luncheon with Leisha show. So I'm Delana Watkins, also known as the Wellness Maven. Um, I am a registered nurse by profession. And like Cherie, 30 plus years. I'm not going to tell my age, but yeah, we're still <laughs> young. I know I look young. Yep, 30 plus years um, in the healthcare industry. I am the founder of the Women's Wellness Lounge, and we are actually celebrating 10 years in business this coming Saturday. Well, next Saturday, actually, the 18th, we're having a gala and fundraiser to celebrate that. So I am truly looking forward to that. 10 years in business is a big thing. Um, outside of that, I'm also a um, healthcare consultant and a healthcare advocate um, and wellness coach. So I look forward to sharing any additional information outside of my colleague, my bestie, Cherie, um, in the health and wellness industry. Absolutely. So for everybody who's tuned in, please share this with your family, friends, um, because every time they come on, I learn something new and it's always good to do a refresher because um, we forget well, I don't know if it's accidentally or intentionally. We forget about the things that we're supposed to be doing because mm -hmm. we know better. So every now and then, this is my way of kind of slapping us on the wrist. Um, and they're going <laughs> to give it to us straight with no chaser. So this yeah. is perfect. So before we get started on getting into some questions, because I had plenty of questions. I was like, Lisa, you only have an hour. Um, <laughs> so I had to cut my little list down. But I want to go into a commercial break um, and show you the trailer of the movie that I was in and it was released uh, last month, but uh, was it last month or this month? I can't. It was last month in August, um, but we also have another showing coming up October 1st, so we'll do that and we'll be right back. Testing, testing, one, two, three. In the place to be. Hit it! Old man? Who you calling old man? You guys don't even know. You're talking to a legend here. Hey, y'all trying to get the crew back together after all this time? To battle some disrespectful youngin'? Man, who cares about that? Eric, why don't you mind your own business? This ain't got nothing to do with you. Uh, stop what you're doing, cause you're about to ruin the image and the style that I'm used to. Man, you a loser. Call me. Wait a minute. When I first talked to him about his dreams mm -hmm. and the skating, I was not referring to him battling no bunch of kids. Oh yeah. It's on now. Hey. 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 
Old School Rollers coming Saturday, August 28th at 12 noon and 3 p.m. at Washington, D.C.'s The Art. Tickets now on sale at eventbrite.com. So welcome back. Um, that was August 28th. They had the release. I couldn't make it to the red carpet event because we were out of town, but um, I was able to get a chance to see it. It was kind of cool seeing your names and credits and, and seeing you on screen. So it was kind of cool because I had never seen it before, um, but they're showing it again on October 1st at 7 to um, 10 p.m. at the City of Praise uh, Family Ministries. And that's on Jericho City Drive. Um, so I'll share that information again at the end of the show. But I'm really excited about it because if anybody knows me, they know that we are a skating family. Um, <laughs> and I met my husband in the skating rink 32 years ago. And we are still skating to this day. Oh, that was going to be my next question. Are you still skating? One of my best friends yes. met her husband skating, and it's 26 years, I think, for them. And they are still skating. Still, yeah. I probably know mm -hmm. them um, if they yeah. skated at Crystal or whatever. We met at Crystal Skate, and we still, it's the best exercise ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get tired. But if you wear Fitbit, you can put some work in your Fitbit. People are like, wait a minute, Lisa never gets all these points. But if I go skating, oh, yeah, I'm in front. <laughs> so, yes, we love skating. So to be able to be in a movie that's about um, skating, which is our life, um, it was kind of cool. So and at the skating rink that we, you know, we've grown up in and, and still go to. So we'll show you that again later on. But we want to get into some topics um, regarding health and wellness. Um, so one of the first questions I wanted to ask you, which you both is, why is it important for us to continue to focus on our health and wellness? And when I say health and wellness, I know between the two of you, it's not just, you know, running or, or walking. It's like a combination from head to toe, mentally, mm -hmm. physically, all of that and in life and business. And you all cover the whole gamut. Um, so why is it important? Because some people don't get it. They're like, OK, mm -hmm. every now and then. But why is it so important? Delana? Well, I think definitely, and I know Cherie will expound upon this, but I think if the pandemic that we just experienced in these past 18 months has taught us nothing, it is certainly that being healthy has its advantages. So I think that we must always focus on improving. Even myself being in the health and wellness industry, I am always looking for ways and different things that I can embrace to always keep me at a, in a healthier, more optimal state of health. And so it's important because you don't want for us to, again, face, you know, whether it's the pandemic or uh, of COVID-19 or a flu or anything like that um, for you to be susceptible to and have your body be the most miserable host that those type of sicknesses and illnesses, you know, can kind of grow and thrive in. And so I think just always keeping health and wellness top of mind and being um, very astute as to what you can do to constantly keep yourself in the optimal state of wellness serves you best. And again, it's outside of, you know, walking and running and going to the gym and things of that nature. That's part of it. But I believe that when you embrace health and wellness for yourself, and that means as an individual, you know, your individualized plan, 
that helps you to be able to be on the forefront and to be able to combat um, various things that you may ex be exposed to. Absolutely. Dr. Cherie? Yeah, I'm in total agreement with what Delena said. And just look at the numbers over the past year. I know personally, I've I have like eleven losses that I that were personal and close to me in a year. That those numbers are astronomical, and that's something we really hadn't heard of at such a large alarming rate before. So now we have to do extra things to make sure we're well. Not like you said, it's a three part puzzle: mind, body, and spirit. Everything starts in the mind. So if the mind is not right, the body's not going to be right. So making sure that we're um, watching our mental health as well as our physical health, watching what we put in, because what we put in is what we're going to get out. So just really, really focusing on how we're loving on this fine-tuned machine, because that's what we are. We're all fine-tuned machines. But if we never take moments to cool down or just take breaks, just allow our bodies to repair itself, then we're not going to get the best out of this machine. Absolutely, because that was actually one of my next um, topics was kind of like, and you all kind of brought that together, like mm -hmm. why um, physical and mental health kind of go hand in hand. A lot of times when people think about health, they immediately go to the physical um, and and don't realize mm -hmm. that, you know, because if your head's not in it, whether it's work or whatever, mm -hmm. then it's probably not going to happen. Um, and I know with me, I did change a lot of things from even my calls with Delana or just learning about what's mm -hmm. going on out there. I wasn't doing things to help me because I think I was in denial. Yeah. Um, and I think a mm -hmm. lot of people, you know, I'm getting older, I'm over 50, but I was still acting as if, you know, I don't have to take all of that. I'm 20. Like, even if it was a vitamin, it's like, I don't need that. So right. you kind of convince yourself that you don't need these things mm -hmm. to help replenish whatever you're losing. So um, I had to learn that through this process and then realize that I should have been doing this anyway. Right. Um, so COVID shouldn't have been when I started, but I'm I'm confessing. Um, <laughs> but it's a good thing because I started right. taking vitamins and, um, probably wore my doctors out. But what I did was I went and checked myself out and found out what my, my levels were in every situation. And what I also realized too, is that they're changing. So I've mm -hmm. never, I think I've never had my mercury level checked yeah. ever when I went to the doctor, mm -hmm. but now because of what's going on, they're checking all kinds of things and mm -hmm. I'm more in tune. I also learned, I will tell you this, when you said mental and connecting it with the health, I learned that mentally, because I'm so aware and, and conscious of what's, what's going on, I'm more in tune to changes in my body, which right. can be a crazy thing as well. So, cause you're catching mm -hmm. everything. So sometimes right. the doctor's looking at me like, that's that's normal. You're right. You're okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> right. So I mean, you know, it's kind of like when you can hear your heartbeat. You're like, oh my goodness, it's it's racing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm just I'm confessing because I'm really I've had to learn my body, but I'm mm -hmm. more in tune to it. So I put my Fitbit on and started to you know kind of monitor what my mm -hmm. regular heartbeat is. So mm -hmm. that now I'm like, okay, I'm thinking and my mind is racing, but it's really not. Yeah. Um, so those kind yeah. of things help with the mental. Do y'all have any like suggestions and advice on how to get people to understand that these two things kind of go hand in hand? You can't do one without the other. All right. Yeah, well, first of all, don't ignore, don't ignore what your what your body's telling you. So mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll try to psych ourselves out. Like you said, I don't need that vitamin. I don't need that medication. Mm -hmm listen to your body. So our bodies talk to us, whether it's by us feeling anxious, mm -hmm. by us feeling exhausted or tired, 
don't ignore those signs. Uh, it, it could be a sign that you're getting ready to get sick. It could be a sign that you just need to shut it down for a little bit. Okay. Um, but don't fight the feeling, you know, right. long, don't fight yeah. the feeling. Don't fight it. Feed into it. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. If it's telling you to rest, rest. If it's saying, you know, cut back, step away from the table then do just those things. And if it's something that you don't know what's going on, it's, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Just go to the doctor and get it checked out. The worst case scenario is that you, you went for nothing. Yeah, they'll just laugh at you and say, you're yeah, fine. You're fine, right? <laughs> yes, it's happened to me. No, I was going to say, go ahead and confess, Lisa, because I know <laughs> you've done that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you know, the one thing, and you started out, Lisa, asking this question when you were talking about the, the uh, mental and the physical, how, you know, truly that they're connected. You know, when I work with women or even when I'm speaking and talking about health and wellness, I always say to them that the majority of the work is not found in the gym and it mm. certainly isn't found in the the kitchen. So the changes are, but the majority of the work that you will do with what you eat and how you physically move is going to be done here. And yeah. so we spend a majority of the time making sure that you're in the right place to receive all that's going to be given to you as it relates to what needs to be changed. And so a lot of the work is done with really trying to peel back old behavior old behaviors, old mm-hmm. habits, sitting with where you are right now, finding out, you know, what's going on. That's where the real work is done before you actually embrace any of those things that you discover in that process. So the right. piece of it and all of that work is really, it's, it's where the shift happens. Yes. Yes. Well, and I wanted to, that actually leads into the next thing I was going to talk about, because I was mm-hmm. going to get into specifics. I know with Delena, you have the um, the sugarless um, mm-hmm. program, which Dr. Cherie and I and Cherie were backstage were actually talking about this because I, I learned something. Um, and I was talking to her about headaches and um, mm-hmm. trying to understand where it's coming from. And she actually mentioned something because I haven't had and we, we talked about bananas and mm-hmm. um, that kind of leads into the sugar, too. But I didn't I haven't had bananas in years because I had started to feel sick years ago when I had bananas with oatmeal. And so me and my mind said, OK, well, just don't do that no more. So <laughs> I didn't have bananas <laughs> no more. But my grandson absolutely loves bananas. Mm -hmm. So this weekend we had them and I actually had had a couple of bananas eating them with him over the weekend. And then I talked myself into confessing even more and said, oh, that's right. I went and got some banana pudding because I was like, I love bananas. (laughs) I had this headache all weekend and she was like, well, yeah, that could be it because Mm -hmm. sugar might be my, I'm starting to think sugar is my thing. So talk to us a little Mm -hmm. bit about what sugar and some other things do to your body that you just need to start learning so you can adjust. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Well, you hit the nail on the head. Number one, I applaud you for trying to figure out and understanding, right? Because you're so in tune, you realize that you introduce or reintroduce a different food and you saw that it led to have you having a different physical effect from it. And so there are certain foods and certain things that we consume that obviously can have um, a physical shift and Mm -hmm. physical changes that we may experience, which is why, like Cherie said before, you have to be in tune, right? Really lean into what's going on in your body. And let me just tell you that nine times out of 10, the majority of what you are experiencing can directly relate back to your diet 
which ultimately scratching the surface, surface even further is going to be the consumption of sugar. And so I always encourage people to start there, which is really look at what you're consuming. It's going to be that whole crap diet that I talk about. It's going to be the amount of chemicals that you consume, the amount mm -hmm. of refined foods that you eat, the amount of artificial foods that you consume and process. So it's chemical, refined, artificial, and processed. Those are the culprits that if you were to really dig deep and watch what you're eating and consuming, what you're feeling, the breakdown in your body at that cellular level can directly be related to one of those four substances. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I think... You know, a long time ago with the, and I, I know this, I, I'm making all kinds of confessions, but <laughs> I used to, I used to love, cause I do, I'm a tea drinker. Um, and the McDonald's sweet mm. tea got me in so much, but I mean, I used to be able to drink it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one day it started mm -hmm. to be a problem. Yeah. Um, and then I kept saying, well, what is it? What is it? But I was not even thinking about the sugar. Ooh. Um, Mountain Dews too were a problem for me. Ooh. And I used to drink those. I used to drink those. Uh, uh, I used to drink them a lot. Okay. Oh. But now I can't actually can't. Mm -hmm. That's caffeine and sugar. That's sweet. not just, that's not just sugar. That's caffeine, That's sodium, everything. <laughs> and it really started to make me sick. Mm -hmm. And and so I started to recognize what my body was doing because I would not feel well after even a couple of sips. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't do that anymore. But you know, those moments and you all can speak to this, those moments when you haven't had something in years mm -hmm. and you just kind of convince yourself that <laughs> One time is just not <laughs> going to hurt. You and know what, Lisa? I'm going to change the name of your show to Confessions with Lisa. Not luncheon with Lisa. Because you was really confessing it tonight, girl. Okay? I am, look, I am, as I'm talking, I think it's something about you all. Because I'm like, why am I just telling everything? They haven't even asked. And I'm like telling. But yes, I think it was the sugar. Because it was literally making my stomach hurt. It was making mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. hurt. And I'm, you know, I'm no doctor or anything, but I kept saying something is not right, you know. <laughs> I know, but I'm learning, and I've heard when you all have come on before, I take in, you know, what you're in. So I, I take it back, and I'm like, okay, so mm -hmm. they said this, they said this. Okay, so stay off of it. And mm -hmm. I noticed that when I take that dip, after a year or so not doing it and then i have one and not even all of it just drink it a little bit and i'm like oh I had, I had that sweet tea and i shouldn't have even with drinking i tell you what i found out and why i think it's sugar even with drinking chamomile tea at night um which was relaxing mm -hmm. but what i was doing was i was putting <laughs> A scoop of sugar in it, and I kept saying, "This is supposed to make me feel, you know, this is not working for me." So I think people just need to pay attention. Um, I think we just out of habit do things that we don't even realize that we're putting sugar in it, or like mm -hmm. Dr. Cherie said earlier, that sugar is even in it. Mm -hmm. Um, or even like I did find out with having to get um surgery when they found a lump in my breast years ago that they took me off of Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying, what is the deal with Kool-Aid? So they <laughs> right. said that Kool-Aid had caffeine in it or something. 
um, or something they said was in Kool-Aid. So when they took me off of certain things until they tested me, mm -hmm. I was like, well, why can't I have Kool-Aid? Um, but it was it's something in everything. Yeah. So how do you all kind of figure that out? I know Dr. Cherie suggested to just kind of pay attention to the sugar mm -hmm. intake in anything you're eating. Um, and I mean that to the to me, that feeds to the lifestyle change. Absolutely. As opposed yeah. to just a diet change, because you really mm -hmm. have to just learn to do that all the time. Right. And again, listen, again, it goes back to listening to your body. So your gut is like the core of your health. Everything is in the gut. Um, and so even with your female health, um, women, a lot of, if you're getting a lot of yeast infections, you're getting a lot of vaginal infections, look at how much sugar you're consuming. Mm -hmm. And also now it's been noted um, research. They've been showing that the brain gut axis could be responsible for a lot of um, mental uh, illnesses mm -hmm. that are going on now. There could be certain chemicals that are missing out of the gut that is causing more and more people to have um, mental illness nowadays. So listen to your body. If you eat something, your body says no, then don't do it. You know, that's that's the best thing that you can do for yourself. Um, and that's how I started on my journey to to not eating meat. Um, okay. I would get sick every time I eat a piece of beef. And I'm like, why are you torturing yourself for 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 filet mignon? You know, it wasn't right. right. just a moment, right? Just, yeah, just for the moment. It was a moment on the lips, but it was hell on my gut. Like it was right. terrible. Right. So, um, so I stopped. So just listen to your body. Your body's going to give you those warning signs. It's going to tell you directly, don't do this. It's just up to us to make those conscientious decisions to um, do what's best for our health. Absolutely. So do you all have any suggestions? I will say, um, and we started to talk about this before, um, because I think Shariva was talking and said, well, what in the world do you eat? Because everything has, <laughs> you know, has yeah. sugar in it. Yeah, um, so Shariva I thought it would be helpful to discuss, like, what can we do? Because everybody's like, well, then I'm never going to eat. What am I going to eat? <laughs> Shariva just put a question down there. I just yeah. saw, what are some alternatives to sugar? Yes. Um, and so stevia. Um, in the yes. raw is a excellent alternative for people who like the sweetness, but, you know, don't want that processed um, sugar that okay. we're accustomed to. You know, that'll sit back in the day when you were growing up, that cup of sugar that used to be sitting on your grandma's <laughs> table, <laughs> white sugar. So stevia in the raw, which kind of looks like little brown crystals, that's okay. a good thing. Monk fruit, um, organic raw honey. Not the little teddy bear honey that you find in Dollar Tree. Oh, you know, not I got to throw that out. Throw that, toss that one out. Get rid of it. That is not real <laughs> honey. Well, and I was doing something. I thought I was yep. doing something. Oh, I know. Yep. Not the little teddy bear. No. Get rid of that. Get the real, you know, honey. Organic, raw honey. A monk fruit. Agave is good in some instances, but... It's one of those things where it's, you know, um, less is better. So, you know, mm -hmm. I always talk to my clients and say good, better, best. And so, you know, again, when you're talking with about sweetness, you want to kind of see what's um, good for you, like test it out and see, because it's one thing mm -hmm. to try to remove something, but I always say find a healthier swap. And so you got to determine which one of those healthier swaps are good for you so that you will continue to use it and not say, oof, I can't stand that, or it's got a bitter aftertaste, or, you know, um, I can't tolerate that. So just try a variety of different things that you can, you know, sweeten um, various things with. Another thing that I encourage people to do is look for natural 
um, sweetness, right? So a lot of times when you're trying to make that transition, after we eat a meal, my husband is guilty of this. He'll want to go and get a cookie after just eating a healthy meal. And I'm like, why? And it's because he feels like he has to have something sweet at the end. So I start, you know, having him eat fresh fruit. Okay. And suddenly it cuts that need to want to have something sweet. So just kind of play around with those things and make healthy swaps. You know, I showed this picture of a bowl of candy and then a bowl of fruit, right? And so they both are pretty. They're both colorful. One's poisonous and one's good for you. So it's kind of like that, you know, just being able to, it starts in the mind. Like, do I need to have this sweet bowl of Skittles and M&Ms or can I just eat these grapes, watermelon, you know, pineapple, <laughs> things like that? Wonderful. Because, um yeah, I'm gonna try it all and see what works for me. Cause I think I, I love the, I love sweet. Um, and I really, when I realized the sugar was a problem and I was like, how am I going to drink this chamomile tea? Because chamomile tea doesn't actually taste as good <laughs> without, right. but actually what I did was because I didn't touch the sugar at all. I started drinking it without it and it actually works. I mean, it still works. Yeah. It, it, it's relaxing. And I was like, Oh, maybe I don't need, um, Well, and the other thing is that I learned and you all can kind of help me with this. What I learned when I did have a moment where I um, lost like 50 pounds was the more I did something um, or didn't do something, the more my body adjusted to not having it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't a big deal. Um, But you got to get to that point where it's like not a big deal. Just like drinking water. I hated water. But the more you drink water, the more you don't mind drinking water. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's that goes back That's to mind. Said, that mind. Yep. See? Yep. yep. So, and, and Dr. Sheree, I know you might have to leave in a minute, but I wanted to ask you with the um the mental part. And we yes. talked about relaxing and that kind of thing. So how does that play a role in all of this? Because, you know, if you're stressed and your anxiety levels are up, then it doesn't matter if you're not eating any sugar. You still are just, you know, feel like you're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, when you're stressed, that cortisol is dumping directly into your belly. And so I know on previous shows, we talked about it before. Ladies, you want your waist size to be um, 35 or less men. If, if it's over 35 ladies, then you're predisposing yourself to heart attack and strokes. Same for men. If it's greater than 40, you're directly predisposing yourself to heart attack and strokes. So managing your stress is super, super important so that you can decrease that cortisol that's getting dumped into your belly. So it, it, you also just decrease a lot of other illnesses that you predispose yourself like to skin disease and skin disorders. When you're stressed, your body is just all out of whack. It throws everything off. And so it's important that we manage our stress, manage your anxiety just by taking moments of stillness, maybe listening to some Zen music or find that place in your home that puts you at peace, listen to music, or even some people, they get stress relief by just exercising. So whatever it is, that thing that makes you feel better about yourself, that makes you feel relaxed, those are things you want to do. Well, and I know you have to um, step away. So did you want to share with everybody where they can find you? Um, Because she actually is, she's still working while she's (laughs) doing this. So she is the bomb, okay? The bomb.com. But let them know where they can find you and they can actually be back there you know, get something done while you, you absolutely, know, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, I have two clients that are waiting for me to take them off the table. So <laughs> I'm running Total Harmony Enterprises and Make Me Over Wellness, um, totalharmonyenterprises.com or makemeoverwellness.com. And I'm on all your social media sites as Sheree M. Good. 
Thank you so much. Well, thank I you for having you. me. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm gonna call you back again because they ain't all of them ain't listening. So we have you back for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Bye, all right. Bye. And Delana, so I wanted yes, to ask man. you about um, well, she brought up exercise, and I know at one point, um, because I'm just motivated when I see you out there. I know there was the hula hooping, you had me by yeah. hula hoop. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did it, but it was weighted, so I was like, Oh, this is a little different than the hula hoop. Oh, that I'm yeah, right, the yeah, it was different. <laughs> so it's it's still downstairs, it's still yeah. there. Uh, but help help me out a little bit with everybody on how um you know what kind of things will help us to kind of get to a place because right. I noticed that as we get older we're always kind of in search of that feeling mm -hmm. that we used to have when we woke up and we felt refreshed and yes. and and we can't seem to you know you get to a certain age and I'm like I can't seem to find that feeling when I wake mm -hmm. up I'm just like uh or whatever it takes a minute. How yes. do we, how do we get back there or can mm -hmm. we? Let me just say sleep is not overrated. That's number one. Okay. So I think that we would, um, especially 50 and over, it is very important. My sleep is like the next thing to breathing now for me. Okay. When we younger, you know, we could run off of three, four hours. I'm up. I'm refreshed. I'm good. What, what you got? I'm good. Now for me, even somebody who works out five to six days a week, I need my sleep. And by sleep, I don't mean just be in the bed for seven, eight hours or even six hours. I'm talking about restful sleep where we get into what's called REM sleep, rapid eye movement, that dreamy state, because you could be in the bed for eight hours and still wake up tired. You want to know why? It's because you didn't get good quality sleep. We have too much that is taking up our mind. We're not doing what I call a wind down window, turning off the TV, you know, making your bedroom, your bedroom, not taking TikTok and Facebook to bed with you, turning off the TV, you know, um, really getting into a place where you're not thinking about what it is that you maybe didn't complete during the course of the day or what mm -hmm. is facing you the next day. We're just really always going, going, going. And so we have to create that atmosphere um, and that environment that our bodies need to rest at a cellular level. We have got to go to sleep. We've got to rest and then wake up refreshed. And that's what we're not doing, Lisa. That's number one, is that we're just not doing that. And so when we do that, we feel like, girl, I'm not going to the gym. Girl, I'm not doing that. I'm tired. I'm too tired for that. When really going to the gym puts you in a state of having increased energy, releasing you know, those endorphins and allowing your body to Again, refresh, recycle, release. So that's what we've got to make sure is that we are, again, eating good, nutritious food that we've spent the last couple of minutes talking about. That's right. number one, feeding your body good, solid, nutritious food, and then making sure that we're getting good, proper rest, good quality sleep. Yeah, well, you know what? When you were saying that, what I thought about was kids. So that just kind of makes sense. So when kids are running around and they're playing, they mm -hmm. sleep so well because okay. they were burning all of that energy and doing all of that. And But we get older and then we don't do that, which is why we okay. don't get the sleep. Right. Um, that makes sense. Uh -huh. Perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. OK, see, I told you I'm learning See, something new every right. we day. We overcomplicate it. We think that it's you know, something different or something extra we're supposed to be doing when really it's not. If we stick to the basics and remember what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing, right. then we will embrace it and continue to do it. 
right? Yes. Even if um, your exercise consisted of when we get done the luncheon with Lisa show tonight and I turn on a couple of my favorite songs and just dance around while I'm still in my office or whatever the case may be, I'm raising my heart rate. I'm still okay. exercising, but not in the traditional sense of exercising. We need to not overcomplicate things. It's really just about you know, moving your body, you know, finding something that you enjoy, you know, even the hula hoop thing while we were, you know, kind of on during COVID when we are, were on um, right. pandemic punishment, I started, you know, doing hula hooping and jump roping and things that I had kind of cast off because I was doing the traditional gym thing. So just find right. something that you enjoy doing. I don't care if you pick up that laundry basket four or five times <laughs> Well, that's true. And walk up and down yeah, the steps. Walk up and down the steps with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, just find and use what you have, right? Um, if you're still working virtually from home, you know, going up and down the stairs, you know, finding different chair exercises you can do, whatever, you know, taking a lunch, uh, a walk on your lunch break or whatever the case may do. Don't limit yourself and don't say, you know, oh, I don't have time or, oh, I can't right. work with what you have. You absolutely can you know, this is actually hitting because what I did start, start paying attention to was my sleep patterns um, with my Fitbit. Mm -hmm. um, because actually when I was wearing my Fitbit, I took it off at night. Um, and then I was like, okay, so how is it supposed to track my sleep? But I started to pay attention and you're absolutely right. There were days, because I know Shariva says she gets like eight, nine hours of sleep nightly. Um, and it's very important. And I actually rarely got sleep because um and i think this is what a lot of people do um at the time i mean my husband's retired now but at the time he wouldn't even get home till 10 o'clock at night so i was actually working getting off at six but then keeping myself up so that i would be up when yeah. he gets home and then you add another two hours to that and he didn't well he probably still needed the same sleep but he could operate better off of less sleep mm -hmm. for some reason um, and now I'm starting to see that even if you got eight or nine hours in, if it's not that REM sleep, yep. you're still going to feel like kind of worn out and exactly. like you got two hours of sleep. So right. that totally makes sense, um, which is why I started kind of um, maybe taking a um, having some chamomile tea and just kind mm -hmm. of relaxing, um, having that moment to just do nothing. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times we're rushing. By the time it's time to go to bed, we're actually rushing oh, yeah. to go to bed. You're rushing. You're you're <laughs> going to bed based on the clock and not on your body. You're thinking, oh, it's right. 10 o'clock or 7 o'clock. I need to get in the bed. But again, gradually you have to get yourself and get your body ready for rest. Get your body yes. ready for sleep. Regardless this is, of this is this is so y'all better be taking some notes. I'm telling you, I got my, you can tell I am in class and learning. So what we're going to do is we're going to um, take a commercial break and then we're going to come back um, because this has been good. We're going to kind of pull this conversation into um, the current topic because um, what we do is have segments on lunch with Lisa now. So we're going to shift into this area of current events, um, topic of discussion, but it's still going to have something to do with what we're talking about now. So we'll be right back after this commercial break.
So welcome back. We actually have a segment that we um, have this called like a current topic discussion. And I'm going to remind you all that we actually have a lunchbox with the Luncheon with Lisa show. And what we encourage everybody to do is send in, we put our email up and let you send topic ideas, um, suggestions. It could be health and wellness. It could be relationships. It could be anything. And we just want to drop it in here. And then every um, show, we actually going to dig in here and talk about something, kind of put the guests on the spot. So, and you all need to get these topics in because there's plenty of crazy things going on in the world. So this is kind of our who's lunching out there kind of thing. So to talk about this is kind of related to health and wealth. I had a, a topic that I thought maybe we could talk about. Um, and it was um, because it's lunching with Lisa. We want to talk about where people are tripping. People are lunching. Um, so I thought about asking the question, are people tripping about um making the vaccine mandatory on certain jobs. Um, and let's talk about it. So I will share first and Delana, tell me if you, you know, you're comfortable. We do mm -hmm. another question, but I thought, you know, my personal opinion was that um, I think it is necessary in certain um, jobs just because mm -hmm. this whole situation is based on somebody else. We're, we're making decisions based on the whole as opposed to self. Um, and so in certain jobs and situations, you just kind of have to. It's kind of like, you know, my feeling is if you're living in a house with an elderly person mm -hmm. and um, they have to get the vaccine to keep them safe, then even though I might not believe in the vaccination, I have a decision to make. Absolutely. If I stay in the house, I get the vaccination. If mm -hmm. I don't want to get the vaccination, I pack my bags and move. <laughs> there you go. Um, and it might seem a lot for people, but I mean, that's kind of where I stand with it. It just kind of makes sense. So what mm -hmm. do you think about this mandatory in certain jobs and things? Absolutely what you said. I do think that in certain, especially if you are in a, um, uh, what I would call a public service type mm -hmm. of role, mm -hmm. um, certainly in the healthcare industry, obviously that is to me um, a no brainer. I think where we kind of have to walk that fine line is when we talk about making something mandatory. And that for me has always been um, a point of contention. And that okay. is because I feel like with self, um, even less before COVID, you know, mm -hmm. the flu vaccine was something that was made mandatory when I uh, used to work in a healthcare um, facility. It was something, and I would always, you know, be the first one to say that I, I'm not getting the flu shot and do not ask me to subject myself to that if that's not something that I choose to do. And okay. so it was kind of like this push pull type of thing. And I think that there are a lot of, you know, people in the healthcare industry now that certainly feel that way. Um, however, with the COVID, it's a little different in that if you're working in that particular field, if you're working alongside these individuals, if you are in a position where you not being vaccinated puts someone else at risk, right. that's different. Then I think the right. conversation has to shift towards what you just described. Yeah. And so you have a choice. Do I stay here employed if my belief is that I don't you know, want to um, take the vaccine? That's a choice that you have to make. And so that's something that I've always held steadfast to. Again, being a nurse over 33 years, and I've always said that you know, for me, it's always going to be about choice. And I can choose not to work in that 
particular, you know. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, and it's a hard decision. And, and and I realize that people are, and you know, it's a light, it can be a life changing decision. Absolutely. But the only thing, and I do agree with you, I think with this COVID, it was just a little different because right. it's like what you do affects okay. me. Right. Um, and, you know, because people would say the flu shot. And I was like, you know, I sometimes I took it, sometimes I didn't. Right. Um, but with the COVID, I'm like, um, yeah, I don't yeah. see how not yeah. is going to be, you know, not only not helpful to you at some point, but to others. Absolutely. And I think that was more sensitive to me, especially now, because there have mm -hmm. been some close connections where that's happened to someone who didn't believe in it, um, didn't want it, or just it wasn't time for them because fear can make you, you know, can lock you in too. Um, I'm amazed at how I let go of some of my fear with it. But I think what I did was balance what are my options? Right. Um, and mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't having that decision. They're just kind of digging right. in on what I'm not going to do. Exactly. Um, and they're not having those logical, com those logical conversations, like what you just said, you right. know, what, what am I doing? What am I not? And so I think that has to be had, that has to be, um, something that they think about and really re revisit um, right. when we think about it. And yes, you know, I think the way in which, you know, COVID, um, came about, I think um, the information that was being provided, I think um, people, the lack of understanding as well, the miscommunication right. really in the very beginning made a lot of people hesitant. And so right. the moment you have that hesitancy, um, then fear sets in. Now you're combating two different things. And so that's I true. think that's kind of what happened. That's true. I'm hoping that we, you know, really get to a place where we can you know, I, I think there'll be some new norms. Um, right. oh, I yeah. will throw yeah. in this last part of this with people tripping. I think I threw <laughs> it in at one of the later show. I mean, the, the earlier shows, but it still kind of applies. I still don't know from the beginning of the mask wearing why mm -hmm. people are wearing their masks underneath their noses. Um, it, it's like, it's almost like <laughs> they, that they think they're fooling other people that see I have it on. But mm -hmm. they're also satisfying that urge that I don't want to wear this. So right. they kind of halfway do it, which mm -hmm. annoys me to no end. Yeah. It's like put mm -hmm. it on. And actually, I mean, it's nobody mm -hmm. wants to wear a mask, but it's actually, I mean, mm -hmm. it has to me. And I'm, you know, you could probably tell me better than than mm -hmm. you would know better than me. It does seem like that there weren't as many colds and things like that because we were you know, not talking on each other, not doing right. it. Mm -hmm. So we were more aware. We were washing our hair, our hands, covering our mouths, and just not being in close proximity okay. um, during that time as well, which cuts down on the common cold <clears throat> and or the flu. So again, as we said before, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, the pandemic did allow us to change some of our habits and behaviors, right? Yes. And so, you know, obviously, you know, the, the touch point surfaces that, you know, we talked about before, doorknobs, elevator buttons, and, you know, things like that, we were more conscientious of how we touch those things. And then even if we did, we weren't all over, you know, right. so, you know, again, covering our coughs properly. And just, even if we did, we, we were, you know, we're wearing our masks. So yes, the common colds, um, I believe decreased. And even if they weren't, 
so many people were taking, you know, vitamin C, major elderberry, that we were loaded up on any and everything that we could get a hold to. So <laughs> the common cold didn't stand a chance this past winter. That that is so true because I am, yeah, hey, I am a vitamin connoisseur. Um, but I also was concerned because I've had pneumonia like four times in my life. So right. I was like, you know, if COVID was, I, I knew I didn't like that you know i don't like pneumonia so i was like so i know that i do not want any dances with covid right pneumonia was scary enough so yeah you don't have to tell me twice most of the time i'm going i'm going to do what i got to do so right this has been great conversation um this is a moment where i take to um just to kind of do a highlight um this segment is kind of like highlighting a business or something going on and i encourage our viewers as well to send in a t-shirt if they got a t-shirt send me the t-shirt so i can wear it on the show send me the lip gloss and i'll wear it and shout you out so i just want to encourage everybody to do that what i'm going to highlight this time around is of course that the movie is being shown mm -hmm. again on october 1st um and i also wanted to do a little shout out i don't know if you all remember this but i have a mug that actually says Shh, i'm thinking before i speak um and you can inbox me and get this mug but that's of course um connected to the power shut up that is kind of like my jam um yeah. <laughs> and so i'm always encouraging people to yeah we got to shut up sometimes and listen to the science or shut up and listen to what people are teaching us about our health and wellness mm -hmm. um we can't you know, we can't learn unless we shut up and listen. So I'm always on that rant of uh, let's pay attention. Um, Delana, this has been wonderful information. I wanted to, um, we're going to run the trailer one more time. If you all have an opportunity to go over to the City of Praise um, Family Ministries and check it out. This is a free showing mm -hmm. of the movie. Um, so please go check it out. You will love it. It's like an um, a family kind of film. Um, you'll recognize a lot of uh, places in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Um, it just kind of brings you home. You're like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I was over there yesterday. So it's a feel-good kind of movie. I'm excited about it. This is actually my second film I've been in. Um, and I had a couple of little scenes in it, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's me. So I had a ball, and it was about different generations coming together it's a message in the movie. Um, it's really something that you all want to check out. So please go and support and um, check it out. What we're going to do is run um, the video one more time. And then we're going to come back because Delaney, I want you to kind of share anything that you have going on coming up. And then some words of encouragement and advice in, in the regards to our health and wellness. Um, and we definitely going to have to have you back because... Yes. This is just a necessary conversation. I, I know I need to reboot every now and then. You know um, I'm motivated all over again. <laughs> Great. That's what I, and you know I like luncheon with Lisa, so. That's, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to go to a break, and then we're going to come back so that y'all can make sure you connect with Delana. Testing, testing, one, two, three. In the place to be. Hit it. Oh, man. Who you calling old man? You guys don't even know. You're talking to a legend here. And y'all trying to get the crew back together after all this time to battle some disrespectful youngins? Man, who cares about that? Eric, why don't you mind your own business? This ain't got nothing to do with you. Man, you a loser. Call me. Wait a minute. 
When I first talked to him about his dreams mm -hmm. and the skating, I was not referring to him battling no bunch of kids. Oh yeah, it's on now. Old School Rollers coming Saturday, August 28th at 12 noon and 3 p.m. at Washington, D.C.'s The Arc. Tickets now on sale at eventbrite.com. Yes, and now October, Friday, October first, another showing. So y'all go out there and check it, check out the movie. And this time it's free, so there's no excuses to go oh, check it yeah. out. Yes, so I'm excited about that. Um, but I, Delena, I um I wish we had more time with this, so we definitely have to have you back. But Absolutely. share some advice or tips or something mm -hmm. that we need to know or think about um in health and wellness to keep us safe and you know healthy through this and hopefully something that we will continue past right. the pandemic yeah absolutely so as you said before we're going into what we call the cold and flu season as long as well as still having the COVID 19 looming um in the background and somewhat really in the forefront. And so what I would leave you with is what we started with, and that is to just make sure that you are listening to your body, just make sure that you are continuing to um, use your uh, precautions. Mm -hmm. um, if you are someone that is high risk or you have underlying conditions, make sure that you are taking the proper precautions um, when you are venturing out uh, make sure that you're wearing your mask in what I call high traffic, high populated areas, washing mm -hmm. your hands, keeping your distance, make sure you're taking your supplements as well as any prescribed medications. And then when we think about the healthy lifestyle part of it, make sure that you are feeding yourself what I call good, good, nutritious food and not the crap that I referred to, which is <laughs> chemical, refined, artificial, and processed food. Instead, go for more clean, raw, organic, and whole food. Drink your water and get restful, peaceful, quality sleep. It's that easy. And then to round it up and wrap it with the bow, just move within mm. the confines of what you're able to do. I love it. Um, and real quick, can you tell people about, because you have some programs, so tell them where they can find mm -hmm. you so they can connect because I was getting ready to, um, <laughs> I know I didn't do it last because I was like, okay, I can do this, kind of do this on my own. But every mm -hmm. time I'm listening to you talk, I'm motivated. So I'm like, okay, so pay attention. Right. If she's motivating you to do it, then you mm -hmm. maybe need to go sign up and, and, and get that regular motivation. <laughs> So tell them where they can find you and possibly sign up for some of your programs. Sure, absolutely. So right now our programs, um, the next set of programs will launch after our 10-year um, gala and, and fundraiser um, after September the 18th. All of our energy and focus right now has really been on that. Mm -hmm. We have the Sugarless Living Program. And so um, you can find out more information about that. You can also become a member of the Women's Wellness Lounge VIP community where you really get all of that. Um, the latest program is the Minnow Squad, which is ladies that are going through menopause. Um, oh. We have the Minnow Squad. 
that you can join as well. And so all of that can be found on uh, DelenaWatkins.com. As far as the Women's Wellness Lounge, you can find out how to volunteer for our um, programs, donate to our cause, and or your time, talent, and treasure is what I like to call it. And you can find out more information about that at womenswellnesslounge.org. Love it. And I didn't know about the menopause group. Yes. Oh, gee, yes, because that is, yeah, that is. Yeah. That right there is something that, again, um, is what I'll be going more into is a lot that goes into that. So I had to really do a lot of research, Lisa. You know, I don't like to put things out until I really kind of have, is, you know, I'm able to wrap my brain around it and really see. But let me just tell you, there's a lot um, that happens to us physically, emotionally, <laughs> um, when you're experiencing menopause and yes. menopause and postmenopause. So yes, yeah, look for the Minnow Squad. Um, on Facebook and just join that group. It's a free group and I'm posting something in there every single day. Oh yes. I have to definitely, because it's a whole yes. thing. Um, so thank you again so much. Thank everybody for tuning in. Um, for those of you all, um, if you get a chance to share this, you can share it anytime you want to. Please visit Luncheon with Lisa every Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'm definitely going to have Sheree and Delana come back every so often if they're available. Um, because this is a conversation we have to just keep having because you got to develop that habit. Yes. Um, so thank you because... I, I'm learning some things. I know more than I did the last time y'all came here because I will pick That's up the phone and call the lady in a minute and say, what is going on? Okay. This <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, okay, Lisa, you got the bat phone number. You can right, call me on that. Right. Um, but and and, and, Sharon, and Sharon actually, folks. you actually told, taught me to not, you know, not stress about it. Um, just, just chill out, yeah. relax, mm -hmm. talk it out. Um, so I appreciate you. So yeah, we absolutely. will be back next week. Um, and yeah, y'all don't blow up Delana with all your questions. Cause you're like, okay, I got another question, but we're definitely going to have you come back. So I appreciate you you're and welcome. we will see you again next week. So until then, happy Thursday.